That's a growler. If you want to get married, you got a date. You got a date. Welcome to the LDS Dating Podcast, podcast where we answer your questions about dating and stuff. Our questioner today says, I'm stuck in friend zone limbo. When he's wanting to date, I'm unavailable. When I'm wanting to date, he's unavailable. It's been years. We have always just been friends. How do you finally escape the friend zone? Or should we just move on? My short answer here is you need to have a DTR, define the relationship discussion, and just say flat out like, hey, we obviously are interested in dating each other, but it seems like we're never lining up in whatever time frame or whatever. How do you say that? We're never... Syncing up? Syncing up. Yeah, syncing up at the right time, wanting to date. So let's just decide, are we going to date each other? And if we are, then let's start now. Or if we're not, then maybe we should just kind of break up as friends. That way we can spend more time dating people we're actually going to have a chance with. (laughs) Having a... A relationship, a dating relationship with. So I would have that define the relationship discussion and just you're going to decide together. Are we going to start dating now or do we need to move on? And I would say go ahead and cut off the friendship if you're not going to start dating because you can't keep friends of the opposite sex once you're engaged and married to someone. So you might as well cut it off now. If it's not going to be a dating relationship now. Well, my question on that is, um, if one of them is in a relationship, then do you still have that same conversation and be like, hey, look, I know you're dating someone right now that you seem really happy with, but we keep going back and forth on this thing. And as soon as y'all break up, I know you're going to want to, you know, date me, but I probably won't be available then. Like, you just say, hey, you should break up with your girlfriend now and we should give this a go. I don't know. Depends on how serious the relationship is. How serious is this friendship? Because it sounds like if you've been friends for years and you're both always seeming to be interested in dating each other when the other person's unavailable, I mean, it seems like they're pretty close. They're like best friends. Somehow they just keep missing the window of... They keep overlapping for a little while of being in relationships with other people and then breaking up. And So the only way to break that cycle is for both of them to choose to be single enough to try dating each other. I mean, it's not like saying, oh, you have a girlfriend, dump her, and I'm your new girlfriend. It's saying, hey, how about you break up with your girlfriend and you can just date casually and be dating multiple people. This is part of the problem with people dating exclusively all the time. Like one person after the other is always exclusive. Because if they weren't doing that kind of stuff, then they could be, they could catch each other during a casual dating period. Seems like that should have happened at some point if it's been years. Sounds like both of them just jump into exclusive relationships only and don't do a casual dating phase in between exclusive dating phases. That makes sense. Yeah, I would also say that if it's something that keeps popping up that y'all are wanting to date each other, um, but it's not syncing up, then it might just be that that's kind of like the fallback. Like, oh, I just broke up with somebody. So here's my friend. 
And because there's nobody else, you start thinking about that person more romantically. Um, but it's not a serious enough feeling for either person that they hold off on dating anyone new. So mm, like if, point. if one or both of you were, you know, seriously interested in the other enough, then you might casually date other people. Um, but you wouldn't put yourself in a serious relationship, uh, which exclusive, yeah. And an exclusive relationship, which excludes you from being able to date the friend whenever they do become available. Good point. That could be another way instead of my idea of like, go ahead and have a DTR discussion right away. It could be like, okay, you break the cycle by casually dating until they're available. And then you can ask them out and see if a dating relationship can come from there. See if they say yes, if, if you're actually available. <laughs> and it, it's been going on for years. So there's a lot of exclusive dating going on and off for both people, it sounds like. Which means that you probably shouldn't be, like Carrie was saying, dating exclusively as easily as it seems that you are. You should spend a little more time uh, just getting to know people and dating for fun before you jump into exclusive relationships that don't seem to last. Yeah, I like to say that a casual dating phase where you date, you know, lots of different people, you're not exclusive with any one person, I think that should last for at least like two or three months at a time. And then at that point, you've dated, you know, a dozen or two dozen people. Ooh. Well, maybe not if you're Bobby, but <laughs> if you're me, you're you're able to date a dozen or so people in a couple, two or three months. So at that point, you've dated a lot of people and then you can kind of pick out like, okay, this or that person would be a good exclusive tryout. Get your final two or three or whatever and then ask them out to be exclusive dating you. But anyway, that's just, that's just <laughs> my thinking. Give casual dating at least two or three months at a time because then you can get to know more people. And in this situation, the person you're in friend zone limbo with might actually overlap their, uh, their non-exclusive part of their dating cycle with your non-exclusive part of your dating cycle. And if you're not a BYU, just extend that out by like three to six months because you're not going to be dating that many people. Uh, you could be. I mean, if you you, could, it's possible. If but. it's like summertime and there's a whole fresh batch of new singles home in your YSA ward or whatever, you could definitely find 12 people to date. I don't know. I feel like even even during the summer when everybody was home from BYU, um, there probably weren't that many that I'd be like, hey, look, here's 12 people that I want to take on dates. It's more like, okay, go on a date like every other week. Well, that's probably Maybe. true. I think there were like five or six people the summer that we met in the YSA ward that I was like, yeah, I could try out dating them. There weren't a whole lot. I actually X'd out a few of those options just by going to the activities and seeing how they were in game night situations and stuff. I was like, ah, oh, that's weird. Don't want to date that. <laughs> game night. The ultimate test of character. 
kind of is. You can see how people are when they're frustrated, when they're winning, when they're losing. See if they're clever or not clever. See what kind of game they pick in general. I would not pick most strategy games. If I do play them, I don't care if I win. I just like messing around with everyone else. Yeah, I think that's about it. So we're in conclusion. If this is your situation, I mean, I can't imagine there are too many people in it, but it could happen. Um, But if this is the situation you find yourself in, you essentially have two options. And one of them is to sit down with your very good friend slash the person you are on and off interested in and that is interested on and off in you and say, hey, this is kind of ridiculous. We keep going back and forth like this. Uh, Whichever of us is in a relationship should think about ending that and... We could try dating casually to see if this would work for us. Option number two, um, which is probably in my mind a little better because then you're not asking someone to break up with their boyfriend slash girlfriend, is to just keep yourself available and single and date around and have fun and wait till they become single. And then you can date them and see how things go. Agreed. Excellent. Well, as always... Here at the LDS Dating Podcast, we ask that you send in your questions, your comments, your concerns, your complicated situations. You can do that by going to our Facebook page and leaving us a comment, sending us a message. You can email us at ldsdatingpodcast at gmail.com. We will get those emails and we will reply to it either in an email or if you'd like, we can use your question here on one of the shows, which is what we definitely would like to do, because uh, as we've been saying for the last few weeks, we're kind of running out of material. <laughs> so Just being honest. <laughs> be sure to, uh, to send us some uh, sticky situations that you seem to have gotten yourself into. We'll let you know what you should do. Or simple questions. If you have a simple question, if you don't know what a word means in the dating culture or something. Sure. Whatever. Any question. Yep. Send them to us on our social media or (laughs) email. You can also find all of our episodes and leave comments and questions you might have pertaining to those particular episodes at growlermedia.com slash LDS dating. So be sure to head over to that website and check out what we have over there. Listen to all the episodes if you haven't had a chance to and make sure to subscribe to the podcast in whatever podcast player you're listening to. And you can uh, rate and review us also on iTunes. That would be awesome. So, until next week, go get you some dates. Wow, something is really different on a growler.